Hello, everybody. Happy Monday and welcome to the March 21st, 2022 edition of the Racing Insiders podcast. I am your host from Crate Insider, Kate Dillon, and I'm here today with my co-host, Steve Hendren from Hendren Racing Engines. And if you have any tech questions, go ahead and drop them into the comments. And for anybody watching this replay later, then uh, join us. We go live every Monday on YouTube and on Facebook on the Crate Insider Facebook page and YouTube channel. And we love to answer your questions. Usually eight o'clock and not 8.05. Well, yeah, it happens. I was working late, trying to scarf down some food. And here we are setting up a different computer. The last one did not did not fare well. So last week, yeah, that was a shit show. Yeah. So we had a little bit of setup there. And and I see Scott's here. He's from high and happy spring 2022 from California. Yeah. You know, that brings up a point. Uh Steve, what are your thoughts on going with daylight savings time all the time? Oh, I'm yeah, I'm hundred percent for that. Me too. I am I am super on board with that for sure. Yep. I've been wanting that for a long time. I get super sad when we have to turn the clocks back in the fall. Yes. Sucks. Uh, yeah, it really does. It really does. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's some a little bit of dissent out there, but as far as I'm concerned, it's it's dark in the morning and you know people try to make the school bus argument you know if anybody has like a school bus argument feel free to drop that in but i mean don't parents just take their kids to school now i mean i don't think nearly as many ride the bus or walk to school as they did when we were kids yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know that's my thoughts on that anyway i don't really know and i see j mike burns is here so hey there thank you for joining us and of course we're always happy to answer questions how's your week been steve well, since Monday. last time, it's Monday. Well, no, since last, since last <laughs> Monday, from Monday to Monday. Same thing I always fucking say. It's been busy as shit. Wasn't that so, a good thing, though? Yeah, I mean, I'm not complaining. I mean, it's definitely a good thing, but you know, just trying to get shit out the door. Yeah. Sometimes it's a challenge, you know. Yeah, I answer a lot of calls about unobtainium, which is what I call anything that I am unable to obtain. <laughs> There are many things that are things right un unobtainium right now, which is, uh, which is, I mean, what can you do? What you can you do? Try maybe no, just... try to find some substitutes where you can. Um, try to track things down. You know, just got to do your best. That's I mean, for, I really mean, for do. the most part, everybody's pretty understanding. Yeah, because I think you it's know. everywhere. You know, I you mean, know, you, it, get the, you get the you get the people every now and again that like, you know, is it done yet? Is it done yet? Is it done yet? And then you have to explain to them that every time I answer the fucking phone. No, it's not done because I have to talk to you and ask, and say no, it's not done yet. And then the four times that he calls, when I say I'm going to call you when the shit's done. <laughs> yeah, so, I know that's been a big frustration of yours. That's one of my biggest pet fucking peeves. Do not, if I say I will call you and let you know, do not fucking call me asking the shit's done. Yeah, because I'm about to the point where I'm going to be an asshole and just start pushing them people to the back of the line. So, yeah, I mean, I understand. I, I, I definitely understand. I mean, there's stuff I have to follow up on, you know, I got plenty of people that are perfectly patient and understand that, Hey, you know, the times we're living in right now, you can't get shit done a lot of times when it's, you know, you think you can get it done. Well, so. I, I didn't tell you the glitch that I had, um, like a couple of weeks ago where I was calling manufacturers. Cause I was like, 
this is so strange. I, I sent them a PO on February 9th and I, and I haven't received my stuff. And mm -hmm. I try to, you know, I don't really wait until I'm out of something to say, oh, well, I guess I should maybe order that. No, I mean, especially in the times we live in. So this is like, this is last week. Oh, so yeah. this is March, you know, we're already on like March 13th, you know, and, and I don't, I just like to put out my PO and I don't really like lean on the elevator button as we like right. to say and you know stuff i understand stuff takes longer or whatever but with some of them it was just really surprising that i'd heard nothing and it was several of them turns out on this particular day all of my po's went to people's junk boxes oh yeah all of them all of them so i had yeah. like three or four manufacturers that never saw my po and and yeah. they got the stuff out the door so we you know ran out a couple of things but yeah. we've been able to make up for it you know i mean i mean my my, my car got hit uh what second week of december oh is that when it was yeah was that and, long and, ago? and i got it fixed uh last week you know what wow. i wasn't doing blowing up the dude's phone going is my bumper here yet is my bumper here yet is my bumper here yet right so oh uh, now mike thinks that um he says i think steve needs to get laid that's what yeah uh, i need something yeah. <laughs> beer's, beer's not cutting away it. from this shit is what i need yeah that's worse <laughs> Um, Roy is asking if it's ready yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Chad says, try selling lumber. Has the price gone down? I'm like, no, if you have to ask, you can't afford it. Right. <laughs> right. Who actually, exactly. uh, I got an email from Kaiser today, Kaiser wheels, you know, and actually had somebody asked me when I was going to get Kaiser wheels. Well, I mean, I had them on order before the, before Kaiser burned down and, you know, they've been working so hard. I mean, not just on glomming a shop together, but really, really putting together just a beautiful manufacturing facility. Um, but I did see, receive an email from Kaiser today just showing a stock chart on the price of aluminum. Oh, yeah. And it just looks like a... I've had several conversations uh, on aluminum with several people I deal with. Yeah. And, it, and, uh, it's not good. I mean, it, it pretty much looks like a... <clears throat> If you've got like a drafting triangle, like yep. a 30, 60, 90, and it, that's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> it's like, is this isosceles triangle and like, there's no like, slowing like down. Like everything else is going to be. Yeah. 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 Oh, and uh, Chad says, yeah, that's an Iowa not far from me. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I've got those wheels on order and I'll, I'll, yep. I'm not going to bug him about them. Yeah. I, I know that I'll, I'll get my place get in line. <laughs> I will get my place in line and I will, yeah, I will be patient and. I, I love those wheels and so do my customers. Right. So it's, it's worth the wait as oh, far absolutely. as I'm concerned for sure. And uh, Jamie has a question for you, Steve, mm -hmm. do you build steelhead or super motors or just stick strictly to crate? Uh, we used to do a ton of steelhead stuff and a ton of super motors. Uh, primarily right now we're just doing the crate deal just because honestly, I wouldn't have time to do anything else just because <laughs> of how busy we are. And honestly that kind of market right there, I mean, it's like, like I've said before, like, it's like building computers. I mean, unless you're just currently doing that shit, everything changes every six months in that market. So as far as, you know, technology and things like that go. So I'd, I'd be behind the eight ball, honestly. Gotcha. Um, now, no, I mean, I've got friends I can rely on to like, Hey, you know, haven't done this in a while. What do we need to do here? What, you know, camshaft, new tank camshaft technology, shit like that. And uh, so, I mean, sure, we can figure it out, but I wouldn't want to be the, my crash test dummy on it. Yeah. Well, or you might refer the business as well. Oh, I can, I, yeah, I can absolutely make referrals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Um, now, Roy does have a follow-up question. He was asking if his if his stuff was done yet. <laughs> and um, also, you know, can you send the Avgas numbers with it? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's great. Now, Steve Peaton is here, our yep. friend. And he says, Hendren, save me and my motor today. Always appreciate his knowledge. I need to send cases of beer. Yes. I, I, I like cases of beer. Yeah. You do. <laughs> You know, although you know, it would be better like for us to buy right now. What a keg for the kegerator. Yeah, that probably be a good idea. The, we're yeah. using the kegerator as a refrigerator. Yeah, currently, because, yeah. Um, Mister, well, it's not summertime yet. I mean, the kegerator's for summer, honestly. I mean, have you stopped drinking beer? No, but I don't know. It's more summertime. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Huh. So draft beer apparently has a season. Well, I mean. No, I don't know. Just like, you know. It's summer like three days of the week now. Shit. It's not today. I don't know. I mean, this is as... I didn't wear a jacket today. This is about as... It's totally fine. I think I've changed yeah. clothes three times today. Or not clothes. Like, went from the heavy hoodie to the sweatshirt to the t-shirt, then back to this. So... <laughs> Yes, layers. Yeah. Layers. It's all about the all about the layers. Well, any questions you guys have, feel free to drop them in. You always love to love to answer those. Sure. Um, any questions you've been receiving on the phone here recently? Nothing worth mentioning, honestly. Uh, most everything they was just God, I hate saying they're stupid questions, but yeah, they're 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 actually can be. Well, you know, are they questions that if they were addressed and people were aware that they just wouldn't ask them? No, they're just not worth sharing. Oh, okay. Okay. Honestly. Okay. All right. Now, here's a good one. Troy I mean, Pete, Pete had a good question today, and, and I'll tell you that. I mean, that's like the legit, I, hey, I had a guy call, had a good question today, and it was about his new car where he put his engine in hooked his new MSD, all that shit up to the distributor, fired the thing off, and it was retarded 30 degrees on ignition timing. Mm. So he's like, whoa, called me, and I told him that he had polarity reversed, and he was able to fix that. And There you go. Hence, saving the engine. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I guess I was just thinking, like, maybe he was on the dyno today or something. No, so, no, no, no. But, yeah, reverse polarity, do you find that is a pretty common it is a very, thing? It is a very common thing, yes. Okay. Yep. And and how can one prevent the you know getting yourself into a reverse polarity situation? Well, I mean, if you're first putting something together, then you know you need to time the engine and then reverse the polarity and see which way the timing goes. Okay. So. Okay. Gotcha. Or or in his scenario, he knew that it, in his old car it was timed correctly. You know, in the old car, so. All and right. then once we got to talking, we figured out pretty quickly. That's what it was. Okay. And here's a good question. Troy mm -hmm. says, is it okay to mix 91 half and half with 100 Sunoco? He's in a 602 Northern Sport Mod. I personally never recommend mixing fuel at all. Uh, just because, I, I mean, I, <laughs> I, we've done it. And you're never going to get it 100% right every single time. So I would suggest sticking with one or the other. Personally, I would probably stick with 100 Sunoco and shit can the 91. But, you know, I mean, that's just my opinion. Uh, more for the consistency or? or Well, yeah, the consistency. I mean, 100%. I mean, that's what you're after. You want consistency. You don't want a week to week, you know. If you if you miss by, you know, 3%, 
and it changes the air fuel ratio. <clears throat> I mean, on the carburetor. Yeah. You know, you're going to be down on power. You're going to be up on power. You know, I mean, it could go either way. Gotcha. Okay. Or cause, you know, a failure of some sort. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Michael asks, how do I decipher the date code on my old Hendron 604? Um, date code, meaning like the serial number? Yeah. Oh, on the, got the, on the engine? Yeah. Um, you have an article? Yeah. Okay. It's one that you wrote years and years and years okay. ago. Um, I think it's called what year is my engine? If you look yeah. on crateinsider.com and you go to the, you can either go to the search bar or to the tech articles and videos. And it's probably going to be easier for the search bar and just type in what year is my engine. And that's the title of the article. So it'll bring it up. Yeah, that, and we've got some um, pictures. That'll, that'll be based off the serial number of the engine. Yeah, well, we've got both of those serial numbers yeah. and how to cyber it in both in okay. both cases. Yeah, yeah. Now that'll without getting into great detail here, that that article will answer your question. Well, plus you can see the pictures of like correct where to look. <clears throat> right. Otherwise, you can try to describe it, and it's yeah. it's just not as not as straightforward. And um, or or he says um, and with the mixing half and half with ninety one and mm-hmm. one and one hundred, or, or should he just run out of gas? <laughs> <laughs> If anybody's new here, the whole concept of running out of gas is like a running joke on this show. And it part of it is because we like we've you know we've talked about it and then we've we've talked about it is not what Steve would recommend. No. And we've put out you know like the small video of just talking about that aspect of it. And that's probably the most emotionally charged comments we get on anything we do. Oh yeah. Is the hot rod guys or whoever that are you know, making their half gas case. Yeah, it's usually so. slow rod guys that are making their half gas case. But. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, all right. Uh, Mike says, any thoughts on left hand pan hard versus right side, right side on a dirt modified Northeast? Um, uh, I mean, everything I've ever dealt with. I mean, even when I drove a modified or two here and there has always been left hand or driver side pan hard bar. Um, I know on asphalt, I know right side is a, is a deal. Um, I'm not an expert as far as like why. I know it has to do with roll center. But uh, yeah, I mean, everything on dirt, that, to my knowledge right now is is uh, left-hand pattern bar, especially if it's a four-bar deal. You know, if it's like three-link or something like that, I know there's plenty of guys that run the right-hand pattern bar. Okay. I, I, again, I'm not a total expert to where I can sit here and tell you, I, I, I more build engines and build chassis. So, um, just is what it is. Cool. Cool. For on my end. I mean, yeah. Um, Trini's got a question for me. She says, hi, Kate, do you no longer stock winners, bell housings or couplers or is the Burt better? So I can explain that and that we were using the, the Burt or the, excuse me, the winter's, um, couplers or winter's flywheels Flywheels. for, for a long time. And then they started having an issue where the centerpiece of it would, those welds just wouldn't hold up to the pressure. Mm -hmm. And so you'd have the centerpiece that would end up rotating in it. So at one point, so the pre 2020, you know, in the before times, the whole thought was that they were going to redesign that whole piece. And so therefore, because it was the HTD drive, they were going to redesign that whole piece. Obviously lots has happened. Um, The redesign hasn't happened. So we don't have a winter's HTD um, coupler, like, 
we used to. And so the BERT's been a substitute. Well, as a result, the bell housing that I had on the website, which automatically came with the HTD drive coupler, is not something that's available because the coupler isn't. And the one they sell it with is just like your regular Chevy. So I should probably put that one back up. It, yeah, it means I it mean, ends up coming with a coupler that I isn't mean, actually that, useful that, for that, anything. Yeah. But so we generally use the Winners Bell Housing, Winners Maverick Bell Housing with the Burt with the Burt HDD. Not yeah. not that it's our favorite, but it's like what do you you know got to make it work? <clears> and, and those have held together great. Yeah, I haven't had a Burt flywheel ever fail. So no, no. So they've worked. But that great. being said, they're incredibly hard to get right now. <laughs> or that or they were i don't know they may be available again but with all the with all the canadian shit going on and you know um, brandon down here i mean it's been a bitch getting anything in canada um yeah but i kind of buy a lot of them so not a lot a lot but right. you know there's like six or eight of them i i do kind of buy them all so yep. that happens oh, yeah. so i think i only have two or three on the shelf right now but right. but i do have those and so that's that's how we got here with that and um with the bell housing, I also need to take a look at the availability. Uh, last time I ordered a bell housing, which was like last month, I think it took like three weeks. So that might be something that I actually just bring into inventory. Well, again, I've had about... them in inventory before. Yeah. And and that way I'd have a little bit more control over that entire situation. It's just when stuff is going to take, a, you know, an indeterminate amount of time. I've uh, I've made a lot of things so they're just say out of stock if I can't get them. Yes. Because we just don't know how long things will take. But, you know, really, really good question there. So thank you for that. Um, see, Steve Peden, he says, AR94 is still backordered. Um, no, I've got those on the shelf. I've got those and the NGKs. And then we still have the AC yeah. Delco ones, our backups there. Yeah, the, yeah, the, uh, yeah, they're both available for one. <laughs> Usually either one or the other is available. But right now, yeah, they're both available. Yeah, I know ordered like four times as many as I would normally order. Yeah, I, I, I did too. <laughs> I mean, you're all worried. You're like, hey, don't take them all. Don't buy them all. Well, I mean, I mean, we keep hearing like, you know, GM stuff, you know, I'll, you know, order, you know, five engines worth of stuff. And like, I would be like, hey, uh, I'm just telling you, like, gasket sets are going to be scarce here before long. So I'm like, ah, give me fucking 10 of them. Yeah. And then, you know, it's like ring sets are going to be scarce on 602s and 604s. Like, all right, give me 15 each, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it's like toilet paper. It's not you like gotta, you're not going to use it. No, I'm going to use it, but you know, you're still shelling a bunch of money. Oh, absolutely. Waiting on the job. I mean, and come. that's the whole reason why I have a building now. Right. <laughs> it's because it would that's, that's what we, That's what we've been having to do because we're, we're so scared of shit going on back order. Yeah. That we're having to get what, when it's available, we're buying everything we can get. Right. And it's not about a hoarding thing, no. but the problem is everybody's doing that. And then, then it runs out faster. So what used to be a supplier's two week supply is now Correct. a one week supply. And you know, you just, you just can't get it. Yeah. I mean, I literally have like between 602s and 604s, I literally have like 35 sets of rings in my shop right now, which is probably more than my, than my two dealers have in their, in their whole damn warehouse. Yeah. I can <laughs> see you at like an engine builders meeting with your trench coat. Like, yeah. Hey dude, I, I, I got some rings. Exactly. Some rings. <laughs> your trench coat. Um, all right. Chris says, Steve, have you tested the Willings bypass regulator that uses vacuum from the spacer plate? Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like that uh, regulator. I mean, Willie makes great products, of, of course. Now uh, that regulator works awesome. I honestly just don't use that, that uh, vacuum uh, deal. So we just run it just as a straight bypass. 
okay. So we don't do the, you know, essentially what that's designed to do is lower the fuel pressure, lower RPM. But it's not something that we utilize. That being said, if you're not using it, make sure you leave that port open. Don't plug it. <laughs> oh, good to know. Because yeah. it would it would make sense that you would think that yeah. you would need to plug that right. port. Interesting. And next up, Jeff asks, hey, Steve, have you had a chance to see if the thermostat bypass system works? Yeah, it works a thousand percent. So that's going to be the uh, arts radiator uh, thermostat bypass system and well, thermostat and bypass system. Okay. And yeah, it works 1000%. Um, you know, we, we've done a bunch of dyno testing with it. Works great. We're going to go do some track testing with it probably this coming week or okay. next week. Yeah. And I'll uh, need to give Art a call and see if we can get some on the shelf. Oh, so absolutely. That well, that Art's having the same problem that, that yeah. everybody else is having. It's like <laughs> what I was talking the other day is like, all right, I can send you a price sheet, but it might be this this week and something else the next week. That kind of deal. Well, and that's been the most challenging thing, honestly, because I mean, none of us want to raise prices. Honestly, I don't want to mess with prices. No. I want to like set them once a year and kind of be done with it. And that's been the really challenging thing because. Well, just look at GM. GM's had, gosh, you know, it used to be they'd change prices in January. Well, I know. And, you know what? No. And, and maybe once or twice during the year. And now they're changing like every other week, it seems like. No, ever since they got the map pricing, which was just still supposed to just like we expected You're once right. a year, once a quarter. No, it's monthly. It's yeah. been monthly yeah. pre in the before times since like 2019 or 2018, whenever we started. Well, this. I, I'm, I'm saying like pandemic era oh. is when all this shit went haywire. I, they were already doing it. I mean, no, well, this not to the same extent and not a thousand dollars. Well, if, you, if you're listing map pricing on your website and you have to update it every right. month, I mean, well, I don't list yeah. prices on my websites. Right, exactly. I do, and yep. it could give me a lot of trouble with my performance to do oh, this yeah, okay, if yeah. I if I screw up anything. Yeah. And and it may be something else, and it may not affect my prices for my right. exact stuff. But I'm not, I'm not just talking to engines. You might be considering engines. I'm talking gasket sets and rings, and I mean everything else that we yeah. deal with. Right. Yeah. It, it, and I just don't list that stuff on the website yeah. since guys can't take their stuff apart. Okay. All right. Oh, here's a good question. Sean says, is there a difference in timing on a 602 using an HEI versus an MSD? No, your ignition timing would be the same. Um, yeah, it'd be identical. Um, we just open the spark plug gap up a little bit with an MSD versus an HEI. Other than that, yeah, your, your ignition timing would stay the same. Great. Okay. I mean, I think that's a really interesting question because I can see where we got there with, uh, with that. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I see Art is here and he says yep. we're three weeks out. Yep. So Art, thank you. I, I definitely uh, would love to connect and and then of course do a video on mm -hmm. on this thermostat bypass system. Absolutely. Well, and, yeah, we need to. I mean, it's on Alex's car, so yeah, yeah. So it's already yeah. installed, and we can talk about it and um, any of the talking points. I'd love to do that and get mm -hmm. the word out about it. And and also, I like to do that when the thing is on my shelf. So well, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> so you can count on me probably for a half a dozen of them, Art, and you know just to get started right. and. And uh, just just know so we can connect on that Absolutely. for sure. And I see we have Steve from Canada. He says, thanks for checking. Oh, thanks for checking on my hooker harnesses. Sure. Yeah. Um, we were trying to hunt those down today. I mean, it's yeah. one of those things when we have uh, he's ordered them. And when we have uh, items that are custom made, I mean, mm -hmm. they just have a lead time. And, and and there's another company that's waiting on hardware. You know, yeah. you got a simple little clasp or a simple little something. Yeah. 
and, and it holds something up the entire that production was, line. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's just like just like an engine. If you didn't have a ring or if there was any piece of it that you didn't have, it's just doesn't matter. It's just not done. Not done. So so yeah. Good. Um, I have a whole arsenal full of alcoholic beverages here. So yeah, and you can have some twisted tea. Um, or look in the bottom drawer and see if there's anything else. Yeah. So, no, I think that's it. I was trying to raid my refrigerator to see if there's any more beer. Are you sure you don't want some of that Keystone? There's lots of Keystone. There's also that Apple Orchard stuff, too. Whatever those uh, ciders. Wow. Are you drinking my Bud Light there? That was my That was in my stash. That was my refrigerator stash. <laughs> Um, feel free to um, drop in any questions you guys are happy to answer them. All right. Uh, Chris says, I noticed you have the 30 gallon superior fuel cells listed on Crate Insider. Can you get the 22 gallon? Um, I, it was just what I ordered. Um, I worked with Benji Cole on that and those are just the ones that he had recommended. So that's what I bought. So I'm sure so. you can. I'm not direct with superior. Oh, so no. Okay. Uh -huh. So I, I got them in another way, kind of had them for the show. I got and you. I didn't, I mean, I didn't do any research to figure out what gallons they would need, but mm -hmm. so that's the only ones I have. And, and I can tell you as much space as they take up, I won't be ordering any more fuel cells until those are gone. Cause they take up way too oh, much yeah. room. Oh, yeah. I'd like to, I'd like to find them new homes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I would definitely like to find them new homes for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if it's something that we end up, and we got a little bit of that feedback from the trade show, from the cars racing show that other people were asking about it. Mm -hmm. I just, it was just never something that I thought I'd even ask a question on, but I guess it's just what Benji uses yeah. for his super stuff or what? Well, he uses that on, on most stuff in like it, E85 scenario, hundred lap races, you're going to want the bigger cell. Okay. Yeah. I, I just didn't know that, you know, there was just no part of that. I just said, yeah, go ahead and grab me some fuel cells. Yeah. And, and he was able to, um, um, do them as part of his account. Yeah. I mean, back in the old olden days when we were running, you know, square cells and, you know, half ass looking teardrop shit and all that stuff. We were using 22 gallon stuff all the time, mm. but we we're also on race gas as well. So you're finding with, with going with E85 that the 30 gallon, you think that's going to be more common? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Good. I mean, I think it's headed back that way just because of the way this the cells are shaped and everything nowadays. Um, I mean, I, I know why Chris want, wants to run a 22. So. Okay. I mean, for a weight uh, thing. Well, that or space. And, that, and if you're running a weekly show, you just don't need that much fuel capacity. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I I just didn't know that it was a, a question I should ask. Yeah. So, and, and I've always said, like, the biggest mistakes I make in business are when when I don't ask the right questions. And most of the time, it's because I didn't, didn't even know it was, like, I didn't have enough information to even know what questions to ask. Yeah. So that's where I find myself. So yeah, we got a pile of fuel cells. We need new homes. Yeah, you know, maybe that's I'll make it maybe I should make a TikTok video. Like adopt, you know, like adopt these, a fuel cell. Yeah, adopt a fuel cell. <laughs> Little uh adopt like a superior gallon. fuel cell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 30 gallons. 30, yeah. <laughs> need a home, something like that. Yeah. yeah. 30 gallons will fit 22. <laughs> <laughs> it's two for one yeah you get, uh, you, it can be your 22 gallon tank or it could be your 30 gallon yeah, yeah. it's versatile flexible 
<laughs> yeah. In fact, you know, this whole TikTok thing has been been a good time. I didn't make a TikTok video for the last few days, but it's just been so shocking to me I mean, to work so hard on building up an Instagram account. And four and a half years later, we have like 2,900 followers. So you maybe you're there and, you know, you've never seen us because, you know, Instagram doesn't show us to anybody. Right. Um, but over on TikTok, we've got like over 2,500 followers now. So we're yep. reaching people and connecting with people and it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. So if you're ever on TikTok, check out the Crate Insider never Facebook. On wow. I feel like I should be like a millennial and be like, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. I, and I was resisting for a long time. So I was like, Oh my gosh, it's gonna be so much work to create more <laughs> video content and all of this, but right. it's actually a good time. It's actually a good time. Um, all right, here's a here's a good question. Daniel is asking, what 602 carb spacer for the Thunder series? I prefer that HVH spacer that's got the center divider in it. Um, you've got it on your site. Yeah. You can probably drop a link in there and show which one I'm referring um, to. Yeah, it's it's what we call for the dual intake manifold. Yeah, mm -hmm. dual dual plane intake manifold. But I'll I'll, um, I'll grab that. It's really it's, it's the best one I've found, unless you're running a, a really small venturi size carburetor and base plate. Yep, it's our first one so in the high you, velocity category. A, if you're using like a 650 center section carburetor, this one has been about the best I've found. If you're using a 600 with a 600 base plate, then uh, there's a couple four holes that that would be worth looking at. But I mean, most people are not running that stuff. Yeah, and you're familiar with the Thunder Series yeah, rules because I mean it's just so close to where we are here in the right. Carolinas, for sure. Um, oh, oh, uh, Mike says I thought TikTok was a breath mint. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Tic Tac. Tic Tac. <laughs> but no, um, TikTok is the uh, little video platform. It's actually kind of fun. You know, it's, yep. um, I, I really Apparently. dreaded it for a long it's time. I keep hearing. Yeah. Well, and people said I was going to get addicted because I actually opened this up like, yeah. I mean, a couple months ago or whatever, but I didn't start making videos. And I started watching, but I was like, there was no like waking up in the morning thinking, oh, I'd like to watch TikTok or going to bed at night or in the <laughs> afternoon. Like there was no... Like, ooh, got to get my TikTok fix. I mean, just, it didn't grab me like that. And I no. tend to be, um, oh, I tend to be really bad. Like when it comes to series, like I generally watch them an entire season. And if I yeah. could watch it continuously without falling asleep, I probably would. Like I binge hard. Uh, yeah. Because I just finished. Uh, well, I think we both just finished a series. Yeah. So the latest television series we both watched separately, The Last Kingdom. Uh, this last yeah, season which was awesome. I've been a fan of that. Yeah, for, it was it was since good. It came out. Yeah, but I watched it in two days. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I watched it in. I don't know, well, actually, one seven. day, <laughs> one day, and two and a half episodes. Like right. that was. Yeah, I binged it really hard for sure. <laughs> so I have no self control when it comes to like watching content, yeah. and and I didn't find that TikTok, you know, got me addicted like like a series does. No. But it's still enjoyable, so it's good. You don't need that dopamine hit, is what you're saying. I don't. I got no. From all your I mean, likes and shit. Um, but it's, it's not even that. It's just the way that the algorithm is. It figures it figures out pretty quickly what if you like, like just based on how long you watch a video, mm. like this is content you like, or if you can swipe away that that's not what you like. So, so, so it really you, ends up tailoring your feed to you. So all all the influencer booty dancing bitches on there, they're like the algorithm throws all the dudes who like that to all those videos, which is why they're influencers on TikTok. 
Right. Because once you yeah. watch one um, big Bo booty dancer, yeah. then, you know, the next video is going to be yet another one. Another big. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. It, like like that. And, you know, a couple of years ago, it was like, oh, isn't that just like a bunch of like, you know, semi porn? See, that's what I thought. Depends on depends on who you are. I sure. mean, if, if that's the content you like, you will see more of that. Because yeah, you can sure. like the video and then well, that's all that's all that ever gets shown on that, you know. Like whenever there's like a news article on TikTok, it's like you know, some right. skanky looking bitch, half dressed and dancing around, lip syncing to some song that sucks. You know, you know, and, and that's really <laughs> so sad that that's a reputation because you know some of the cool things. I mean, there'll be like little news stories or um, things like you know, here's here's five iPhone tricks I bet you didn't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's here's five, you know, crafting hacks right. or life hacks gotcha. or whatever. I mean, and there's of course the stupid dancing ones, but right. now because um, I really have two separate accounts and I, I don't really use my personal one yet. My um, Kate J Dillon. So mm -hmm. if you want to follow me there, I've like created one video for practice, but create insider. I pretty much just follow racers. You mm -hmm. know, I'm really involved in the, in the racing aspects. Yeah. Cause I was, I was like watching it or reading a news article the other day. It was talking about some skanky bitch on there who's like, like was part of Joe Biden's initiative to talk about how gas prices aren't his fault. And she's on there like telling people gas pricing information. Mm -hmm. And then like the writer of the article is like, oh, and here's some of her other videos. <laughs> and it's like, oh, she's all dancing around like a fucking idiot. And it's like doing nothing and contributing nothing to life other than her tits and her ass, basically. <laughs> okay, then. So, so I, that's what I thought TikTok was. That's what, what I'm getting at. That was my point. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> Apparently, it's more than that, which I've now learned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because I can tell you this, and I just, just for the basic, like, reverse shock factor of it, right. is you will not find me dancing on uh, TikTok. I, I, I wouldn't think so, no. Um, but, like... Like last week, I think I showed you the video where like I had a little steering wheel dancing. Yeah. You know, because that's all you all right. saw was yeah. the steering wheel. Like, I mean, I'm going to make parts right. dance or do something cute. But, you know, I do a little bit of that. But, you know, the really surprising thing to me is so you my... got a bunch of pervs looking at your hands gripping that steering wheel. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> there have been some jokes about my, my death grip on You've stuff. got. <laughs> yeah. Your shock video where you're like, oh. It wasn't even on purpose. She's like literally, she's got a shock. Well, I'm and describing showing, it. I and she's like my hands. stroking the shock the entire time she's talking legitimately to the camera with a straight fucking face. And she, <laughs> I didn't realize it. And of course, as soon as I watched it, I'm like, oh my God. So I sent it to a couple friends of mine. And they're like, oh my God. I didn't even notice it until I saw it with no sound. Because right. before that, I was listening. Yeah. So. Um, no, it's what's really interesting is I've done some of these cute videos like that, a couple. Um, but the other ones I do are the product spotlights where I talk about a product right. and kind of what its benefits are. Okay. And those, so race fans. So I have learned, I have learned tonight. Thank you. Mm -hmm. yeah. We can get off the subject of TikTok because it's getting boring, but I have learned tonight that it's not all about booties and boobs. It is about actual content. So this is good. Yeah. And the product videos have done better for us than the silly stuff. So, so it's really interesting. I thought that was really cool. Cool. And, oh, and uh, James, he liked my explanation of the algorithm because he says, that explains why my buddy always sees breastfeeding videos. <laughs> he must be too looking too long at those videos. Ha ha. <laughs> you know, hey, you know, he, you he, like what you like, you get more of his, the same. his buddy. Oh, I know a guy. I, I know, know a guy. guy. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, here's another tech question. Darren is here from California. He says, hey, guys, I've used a red top Optima for my hobby stock. Is there a better option that I should use? Uh, as far as battery wise goes, I mean, I know plenty of people are on Optimus. I've seen a lot of them fail. Um, but you've probably seen a lot of every battery fail. I, yeah. I mean, right? any, any, anything has the capability of failing. Um, it, it's not my first choice. Um, I think we use that excess in my son's car. Excess power battery. Yeah. yeah. I actually just ordered a couple of those today. Yep. Those yeah. And I have, I have seen those fail too. I'm just, I mean, everything has a failure point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I think there's, I mean, a, a battery that works is like a spark plug that works. Yay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 But, but it's not a bad brand. It's good. No, no, no. I mean, you it's know, well known. You probably had them before. Yeah. There's plenty of people out there that run. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm still laughing at the breastfeeding video one. That's hilarious. <laughs> I know a guy who knows a guy. I'll tell you this. I don't see any of those videos on my feed. Like, not on my feed. Not even once. And yeah, you just, yeah. Although, you know what was really surprising to me? If I, I could, have, if I could figure out who, if I could ever figure out who the hot MILFs in my area who want to bang me are on Facebook, uh-huh. I could just clean up. Wow. Okay. You, you clean up like why? But I haven't figured out who they are. Oh, okay. Okay. So. Yeah. You know, usually these algorithms actually work pretty well. But the funny thing is I was watching a video on YouTube last night and I mean, I'm logged into YouTube. So YouTube pretty much knows what I like. I, I, I watch hours and hours of YouTube, like literally every day. And, and so I'm watching this video and I, there's these non-skippable commercials. All of a sudden they've got like a Huggies commercial. I mean, out of nowhere, out of nowhere. And I'm like, whoa, Huggies like was far and wide. Somebody did some bad targeting. Well, maybe right one thing there. it was like adult diapers or something, you know? Right. Well, I mean, but it's so like, I know what kind of ads I'm going to see and I'm getting annoyed by the same ones over and over again. Yes. But one thing I do like about personalization and algorithms is literally my example is because I don't want to see diaper commercials. Every time I watch YouTube, I got some asshole trying to sell me a solar powered generator. Oh, that's the for pre-trade supply. I've seen that commercial last like, night too. Fucking shut up. Dude. So that's totally on my radar because those guys, that's who I bought my 30 day food supply from. So I'm right. not surprised by that ad. Yeah. And, well, and I see all the. I'm not surprised by it, by the, by the shit that I watch on YouTube. Oh yeah. Gun channels. So, of course. I'm, I'm just so tired of like this one dude. So, uh, you think you need a generator and I'm like, fucking shut up. I'm like what? five seconds. Yeah. I know. And, and Click, skip, you know? Yeah. Um, all right. Here's a question. Uh, Jason says, any advantage using the Falcon roller slide over the conventional? Uh, uh, over the con conventional? Yoke. Um, different people have different preferences. Uh, my own son's car, we got, the, we got the roller slide in it. Um, if you talk to my friends at like CVR and a couple other places, they're like, oh, no, you got to have the slip yoke and stuff like that. I mean, the roller slide to me has been flawless. Um, haven't had an issue with it at all. Um, there's no binding issues that we found whatsoever. Um, usually, usually the cars that make the most power on my dyno have a roller slide. Um, no. Not that that's worth, you know, 80 horsepower or anything. I'm just saying normally the ones that make the most power have a roller slide in them. And you know what? There's also, there's one on my shelf right Anytime now. Anytime you got a slip Loki, slip yoke, you have friction. Well, so. there's, there's also one on my shelf that's looking to be adopted. Yeah. 
There you go. Legit. Got it on the show. Another adoption case. Yep. (laughs) Hey, you might get a two for you. might get a 30 gallon gallon superior fuel (laughs) slot and a slippy friggin' roller slot. It was like like, like fraternal fraternal twins. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I got parts that need new homes. Yeah. no, but I mean, you know, we have a lot of people running them. And, you so know, I, I've, I've got differences of opinion with people on when it comes to some of that stuff. Yeah, he says, cool, thanks. All right, Chuck says, raise your drinks and repeat after me. So <laughs> we're going to do this all together. So raise your glass. Yep, fuck Joe Biden. FJB. Let's go, Brandon. Yep. I agree. It's been a challenge. Um, obviously, we're not big fans here. Nope. No, not big fans. I don't know really. I, you know, I don't even know one person who is. Honestly, I don't know because apparently he, you know, with his thirty-six percent approval rating, thirty-six percent of the United States thinks he's doing a great job. Well, all I mean, his job was to do nothing, and he's <laughs> and he's fucked it up. Yeah, that's all you had to do was right. nothing, nothing, <laughs> and most of them, eighty percent of America would have been fine with that. Yeah. But but no, no, no. Um, I actually got a call today. I haven't looked at the news at all. And apparently there's going to be some new COVID restriction, something. Do you know oh, anything about it? The science is back. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. you know what I'm talking about? Fauci? The science. Oh, yeah. 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 So, so the science is back in the news cycle. Oh, and the science is saying, hey, don't be surprised. We have to have another lockdown. Because, you know, he's got to stay relevant. Wow. I hope like hell freaking Republicans take over the House and the Senate and they barbecue his ass once they get an option to do it opportunity to do it well i mean at this point it was the smartest thing to do at this point the smartest thing to do a year and a half ago was really just to slink into a hole take your big government salary and want to be forgotten about right that that's that's all you needed especially when you've got not even one thing right the entire fucking time no i mean why do we (laughs) even ask fauci all we have to do is ask the media what they want and then he'll and he'll actually echo (laughs) exactly I mean, the media drives everything. Right. I mean, I remember day after day. I mean, I was glued to those press conferences. The media and all my liberal buddies in California who were like, we must mask up. Well, and that's, <laughs> so that was the crazy thing. Is I don't know if you remember this, but all those White House press briefings is that, it, you know, of course, they, they started had having the press say, hey, we're seeing over in Southeastern Asia that everyone's wearing masks. Should we be wearing a mask? And the from the stage, you're hearing no masks aren't necessary. Yeah, masks, including, masks aren't including the important. science was saying that. Yeah, the science was saying that as well. And then you know it was just relentless. It was just like, should we wear masks? Should we wear masks? Yeah. Should we wear masks? Yeah. I mean, and it was just so relentless. Finally, it was like, fine, yeah, yeah, wear the masks, wear the masks. <laughs> and and it was really media driven. I, I can't think of anything beyond that. So there was no turning back from that. And then, of course, we had a whole new rebellion from that. So, yeah, um, it was just just kind of crazy. And and I think we're seeing the same thing. I'm seeing the same exact thing repeated with anything to do with the Ukraine crisis, because it's no matter what, like the, the White House can have a thing. But as soon as the media, I mean, they're just relentless, well, absolutely uh, relentless. Th- think about Ukraine. And I, I have friends, lifelong friends who live there. Uh, and I've spent a lot of time there. But the thing don't you can't believe shit you're saying on the news mm-hmm. because either it's Russian propaganda or it's Ukrainian propaganda. And both of them are playing the propaganda game. Oh, it's so propaganda. hardcore, which just instantly boils over in our news. Cause they eat that shit up like crazy. And they just promote it as fact, <laughs> just like they do with our government. Oh my gosh. It's gobble, 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 gobble. 
Um, here, you got a good comment. Uh, Donine mm -hmm. says, the conversation you had last week about grounding the spark plugs was great. Many people don't think about that. We had been doing this for many years. Um, people would ask about the extra wiring and think about it. So that's... Um, uh, it was it would have been grounding the engine, I believe. Probably, yeah. But we did do like a little piece of it where there was um, we put out that piece where somebody asked about grounding the spark yeah. plug wires, yeah. and you talked about the things or, to ground yeah. um, in that particular video. So, so that's great. And then uh, John is following up. He says, "Don't worry, he'll be impeached once the info from Hunter's laptop is exposed." <laughs> yeah, that is now supposedly, according to the New York Times, completely legit, which wow. is just. You talk about election meddling? I would like you to look at my surprised face. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you and the entire United States. Because, I mean, there's people, even the other side's going, oh, yeah, well, we knew it was true all along. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Come on. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's just another example of the media controlling. So yeah. whether it's the media, social media, right. you know, big tech. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, the media. It was the Russians. Yeah. Yeah, it's always somebody else's fault. You know, how about we... Uh, not do that you're you know? right it's crazy <laughs> i mean we you know obviously we're, we have both of our opinions um, right. politically and you know we align a lot of things and some things we do you, don't do, do you know what the new york times has never proven that is true i do not know what the trump pp tape oh you know why it doesn't fucking exist no <laughs> well you know but that's the hardest thing is you know how do you um how do you prove a negative right I mean, well, how, how do you oh well. how do you prove a negative? There you go. Is the toughest thing because there's no um there's no refuting if there's no evidence shown there's there's no right. Well that's why it's that's why that's why it's always like <clears throat> you know a a source said yeah, a source close to this or like, an anonymous yeah, source. Right. I mean come on, it's time for people to own it. I mean if you wanted to leak it, then leak it, yeah. but own it. I mean come right. on. I mean, come on. We got to be worried. Oh, I'm just over it. Um, all right. We got another question. Uh, Ryan says, speaking of spark plugs, are the brisks worth all of the all of the low-key hype and silly price? Um, on the 604 stuff, I have found it's not. And I don't know why. So I need to research that a little bit more. On the 602s, like my friend Jason Orr at 955 Automotive up in Erie, Pennsylvania, uh, he's got a brisk plug that he uses on 602s. And he said it's definitely worth uh, a little bit of With power. a very particular fuel. Yeah, well, that was with a very particular fuel and a very particular plug for that for that application. Mm -hmm. um, as far as like the CT five twenty fives we deal with, absolutely. In my opinion, they make the best plug there is for that. Yeah, but it's very important to know your heat range and the kind of fuel you're using because right. we've also seen it not work like at all. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and the six hundred fours. Yeah, the stuff we were doing at the time when we tested them. Right, uh, it didn't work for shit. Mm -hmm. Which means I'm sure they've got a plug that's going to work just great, but I don't know what it is yet. Well, and and obviously it has to be very particular circumstances where I can sell the NGKs to anyone who runs a crate, no matter what kind or of they, fuel or they the run, or the Autolite, and it's going to work. work. Yeah, yeah, and it's going to work very well and Correct. not have any issues. Um, where this was a lot fussier, a lot fussier. Well, the five, you know, the five twenty five is extremely fussy, so. We're learning more about those the more we run them. Yeah, and I I I love to to uh, put out actually a, the more <laughs> I say the more we run them the more we fuck shit up <laughs> on my son's five twenty five the more we're learning about this shit. 
to be honest. To be fair. Well, that's how I learned how to fix computers and websites. <laughs> and Here's that. I don't know. You hit roadblock every once in a while, but I mean, right. I would purposely try to screw things up. Oh, yeah. And something needs to be fixed. Just figure it out. Right. My concept is, or my idea on it is, well, it can't be that hard. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my famous last words for literally everything. Oh, yeah. Can't be that hard. Uh, and and uh, Ryan says, thanks. Nice to hear different opinions and facts. Yeah. I mean, about the spark plugs. So mm. that's great. And Mikey says, is there much gain in running at matched valve springs? I mean, not really. I mean, you want the cold hard facts. Not really. Um, the reason that I have her selling match valve spring is, is people buy them. Well, it's not just that though. And then <coughs> the bigger reason, you know, I've always built Crate Insider in the fact that we don't do like fairy dust and voodoo magic. No. And, you know, and people are asking over and over and over for matched valve springs. So when I first did the experiment, I think I bought six boxes of springs mm -hmm. and then each box, I mean, I would take this box's worth of springs and I would test all 16 springs. I'd set that aside. And and I would test the whole box at a time. Mm -hmm. And in some of these boxes of springs, there could be 10 pounds of difference between one spring and the next, right. the, the way I was rating them, um, which, you know, which would be a good way of rating them because we're rating yeah, them about halfway If you're rating them out of the box, yeah. 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 So there could be quite a difference, you know, from spring to spring in that case. So that showed me that, yeah, okay. I mean, if they were all within two pounds of each other, of course, it would just we would just tell people that, but there can be some ones that are just kind of falling off a cliff too. Right. That we just throw but it, away. Just, it, it depends on exactly, I have a box exactly how you do it. Right. So and the way we do it, we're, we're catching those and getting so rid of them. Number one, seat pressure is not the way to rate a spring. So you've got, you know, a couple. Well, what are we going to do to talk? I know exactly where you're going. With yeah, that. We don't even talk about that. I, I don't talk about them just because they're not worth the time of day, but, um, yeah, I mean, you got people out there sell, selling 84 pound and 83 pound and 82 pound freaking 602 springs and charging some exorbitant amount of money for them. And all they're doing is ripping people off. Um, number one, seat pressure is not the way you test springs. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. What? So, um, you, uh, yeah, you, you, you actually test midway through the travel is the way we do it. Uh, and not saying that my way is the best way of doing it by any means, but, you know, I mean, every time the valve opens and closes, it sees mid-lift twice and open and close once. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and with so that. it's about control of the spring. When, if you have <laughs> too much valve, or right? too little pressure on one of the valve springs compared to all of the rest, you certainly could. Right, I mean, but, but I mean, for, for, for the most part, what, what I'm going to say is like on 602s, I do see a little bit of a benefit. It's not going to be a performance benefit. In other words, you're not going to see horsepower gain. Right. By, by having a, let's say, a spring that tests at 130 at a certain lift versus one that tests at 135 at a certain lift. You're not going to see a performance within gain horsepower-wise within a range um, by any means. But... You know, yeah, well, you, you won't be more consistent. Yeah, I mean, is it going to be better ultimately? Yeah, because you can't say it's not going to be. But I mean, the whole match spring thing to me, I mean, especially like on a, on a 525 or a 604, you're wasting your fucking money, wasting your time. But yeah, but if I don't offer them, then, I, then I get four calls a week. Correct. 
That's and everybody wants them. So that's exactly right. Which so is we why they have to on, be offered. Well, that's why we sell them on purpose for the 602s yep. because it's not that it's an advantage. It's just that without doing it, unless you have your own testing equipment, you could put yourself at a disadvantage. I mean, I even tell people on the phone with the beehives, with the 604s and 525s, that we're just not seeing a big range of difference in between. No, those. and you're not going They're to. pretty good. So if you want to save money, side. just get the regular ones. Yep. I mean, I'll sell you the matched ones, but, you know. But, um, yeah, we, we sell enough of yeah. them that we sell a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, Chastity says, if Ryan took your 602 to Victory Lane at Livonia Speedway in the Modified Streets class la Saturday night. This is the third year on the motor. Nice. Dependable. That's awesome. That's great. I love it. And Mikey says, for a while, the crate motors were getting a bad rap and having some failures. What was the fail point, point and was it resolved? So, yeah, we've talked about that quite a bit on, um, on here. That was your bearing clearances. Yeah, there's there's been a number things. there's been a number of issues. Most of them have been addressed by GM, and I'm pretty confident most of that problem has been resolved to a point. Um, that being said, there's you know anytime on a production line engine, you still got issues um, that need to be resolved um, that normally they can't resolve on a production line because they're just slamming shit together. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'd say as far as mass failures go, right now, yeah, the most of that's been resolved. Mm -hmm. On both the 604 and the 602. Cool. Well, I mean, I mean, I think it helps them too. I mean, you can't have any failures if you don't actually, you know, have any engines that you put out in the market. So there's <laughs> well, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I haven't heard about any failures in the 604s that have come out in the last three months. Well, oh, wait. <laughs> well, 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 what you got? I hope we have some soon. All right. So, what you're seeing is you, you are seeing some 604s trickle out and you're seeing, seeing oh. them be available. You'll see them at Jags, you'll see them. You know, there's some dealers in the Midwest that have them and stuff like that. But what I found out from the people that I deal with, which, you know, it's going to be City, Chevrolet and Newsom uh, down in uh, South Carolina. And what I understand from them, and that's the two biggest on the East Coast, basically. Mm -hmm. And what I understand from them is GM is filling back orders in the order that they were received. That's fair. So if you're the biggest dealer on the east coast whenever your back order came or whenever your order for the last batch of 604s came in that's when it's getting filled so if freaking jegs is ahead of you <laughs> then jegs get the motor before the damn gm dealer gets the motor yeah or you know of course jegs owns a gm dealership right. which is probably how they weaseled their way in there but anyways Totally well, story. I mean, they probably just had a PO in. I mean, yeah. it's my situation with yeah. Kaiser. Um, they're also filling those orders in the order in which they receive Correct. them. I mean, I'm sure there's a few where they maybe got, um, you know, some slightly different right. things off the line. Which, to be, which, to be fair. Um, it's fair. That's how I do it when people bring their motors to me. So That's how I fill orders. in line is how it gets produced. I mean, my orders all have order numbers. So yeah. I fill them in the order that they... Uh, by order number, which yep. you know, they're all ordered. Great. And um, as a follow-up, um, he says, which came first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> um, I I'm going to go with the egg. The egg is going to be my final answer. I'm going to go with the T-Rex. Okay. Okay. Who so also laid eggs. And apparently they had feathers. That's okay. the, you know, yeah. like the ancestor of the chicken. James like Jags owns what? They, yeah. own, a, they own a GM dealership. Yeah, I don't know which one though. 
I don't know which one. Uh, I know that they bought one that was going bankrupt, and that's how they got in with uh, being able to sell GM performance parts at Jags. Um, I think so. doesn't Speedway own one too? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I'm not I mean, sure. I'm not, I'm, like I'm not 100 percent sure. I, I can. I, I don't always that. know. I, I know. I know. The, I know Jag stuff. Yeah, yeah, and and there's there's a. But unfortunately, the guys buying them from Jags are paying full freaking map pricing, well, and then and four hundred dollars shipping. So. <laughs> what are you going to do? I mean, it just depends on how bad you want to want want one and right. how long you want to wait. It's still better than the three thousand dollar or or more uh, national truck shortage price that's put on to all the new vehicles in a in a lot. Yeah, couldn't believe that for sure. Hope those prices come back down. And and last question from Mikey says the most important: Have you guys landed a cars show date? I'm going to plan on making it. Yes, Mikey. It's going to be January 5th and 6th, 2023. We haven't even announced it, you know, like, you know, put it out on the blasters or anything. But yeah, January 5th and 6th, we've already got our dates. So anybody who's new to the show, we have a racing trade show in Hickory, North Carolina. And that is a production of myself and my brother, Jimmy Schiltz from Dirt Rap. And we put that show together and bring uh, racing companies from, you know, lots of places in the country. And really a cool show. I mean, I'm proud of what we've what we've grown it to, and you know, looking to grow it even more. So I'm really excited. And we're gonna have some more co- stuff coming out about that. Uh, I think we're still all just recovering. It's it's hard to believe. I mean, yeah, that was re- January. <laughs> so January fifth and sixth, 2023. Plan on a trip to Hickory, North Carolina, for the Cars Racing Show. So cool. And Steve is gone to smoke a cigarette. I'm standing right here, though. Yes, he's standing right there. All righty. If there, is there anyone else has any questions? I don't see any other questions, Steve. So, you know, right at about an hour here. So we can kind of wrap things up. And do you have any final thoughts, Steve? I do not. No final thoughts from Steve. All right. Well, I personally want to thank you all for being here. Thank you so much for being part of the show. Of course, you can catch the replay of the podcast over on racinginsiderspodcast.com. Um, iTunes or any of your favorite uh, podcast providers. And you can also catch us live. If you're watching us on the replay here, you can catch us live every Monday night, 8 PM Eastern on Crate Insiders on our Facebook channel, as well as our YouTube channel. And so catch us live, get here with your questions. And we really, uh, we pretty much pop up about every comment that comes through. So thank you for being here and we'll look forward to seeing you guys next week. Ha <laughs>